Hello, hello. My name is Yuri Hanley, aka Steph Yuri. The date is Thursday, January 26th. And I'm here to do the Golden State of the Union, which is my take on the current state of affairs of the Golden State Warriors. And this episode, I am calling tentatively the smoking on the Grizzlies pack because last week, or no, last week, yesterday, we played them last night and the Warriors won 122 to 120. It was a really close game, final score. And it was part of like ESPN's rivalry, rivalry week. And it definitely lived up to the expectation. It was a great game. Um, Steph Curry was phenomenal until he got kicked out. More on that later. Clay Thompson was money. He's been really consistent in the fact that he's been playing good in the last couple of games ever since he's back all year, actually. Let's just say all year. Clay Thompson has been money. It was really awesome to see. Draymond Green played with so much energy. He had a couple of very explicit, shall we say, uh, outbursts yesterday, and I thought it was awesome to see him playing with that energy. Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole had a very interesting game, roller coaster game for Mister One Forty, but we'll get into it deeper right now. Actually, um, it was a boring game. Let's get up. Let's start from the beginning. Uh, starters, we come on. It looks like Kevon first bucket this year is done, and that because that doesn't look like Kevon Looney's in the starting lineup anymore because Steve Kerr's gone small, trying to get a spark. With that being said, if it were to end today, Kevon Looney first bucket was plus like two hundred around this year. If you bet every game ten dollars, and I'd say that's pretty damn good. So shout out to Kev, the, the my boy. I've never met you or nothing, but you did look at my snap. You did look at my Instagram story one time, which is kind of dope. But Kevon Looney first bucket was a success this year. If it is the end, so I hope you guys are telling me I'll be doing it again next year. Whenever he's in the starting lineup, Kevon Looney is money first bucket. Just something to think about, you gamblers, you DJs out there. I don't gamble because it's not legal in California, but mathematically and money speaking. You want to major money. And that is gambling advice. I don't know if I can um, say that. But anyway, so back to the beginning of the game. Honestly, Steph Curry got two fouls in the first 51 seconds of the game. And that's not a good start. The Warriors were just fouling and fouling and fouling. The Grizzlies were in the bonus so quickly in the first quarter. And we're thankful that they're not really a good free throw shooting team. John Morant's only 75% free throw shooter. I think JJ Redick and the other guy, the ball, the ball, the MFR, who was announced in the Warrior game on ESPN last night, were saying that so many times, how John Morant is only a 75% free throw shooter. It got annoying after a while because the Warriors kept fouling him and he kept, but he didn't have a good free throw shooting game, partly because of how he shot in the first quarter and the free throw line, he missed a bunch. This game reminded me of like an Eastern Conference game. I didn't expect this going in. I expected a game similar to Christmas, high-flying, fast pace, but that was not this game in the beginning. This game, it was a sludge, 
sludge fest just to be real um fouls turnovers stoppages still the first quarter is really boring actually so let's just skip ahead um for 14 first half turnovers not good at all the grizzlies had like 22 or 24 points on the turnover just about off the top of my head number could be off i don't even remember but it was something absurd they had their most points off of turnovers in their first half and in the regular season this year against the warriors yesterday <clears throat> that's never a good look but the warriors were only down by like two or three at halftime i don't have the exact number on me i'm just doing this off the dome if you can't tell i got my notes to the side but nothing really um number oriented right now it's just like a vibe check and i just like how the warriors kept it close though the grizzlies are a really good team they're a second team in the west and to have 14 to her first half turnovers and to still be in striking distance that was a very good that was good that was good to see Especially since we got history and we know that they're always going to try and beat us because we're the best team in the league in the past, we're the defending champions. So everything goes to the Warriors right now. You have to beat the champs to be the champs. And the Warriors are getting that every every night, it seems. They're taking they're taking the old moniker, the season don't start till Christmas, and they're pushing that to February this year, Valentine's Day, but it was a great win, and let's keep talking about it. Steph Curry was ejected in the fourth quarter. So the Warriors kind of – it was hanging around the entire time. The the Grizzlies had a lead, like 109-99 to 99 with like six minutes left or something. It was te- The game was teetering the balance, and that's when Wardell, Stephen Curry the second, as seen right here and here, um took over hit some threes he was getting fouled hit some hit a four-point play he got fouled on a three hit all three free throws um he was just cooking doing himself clay thompson same 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 thing was cooking he had a off night from twos but his threes were money he was five for ten i think when it was all said and done clay thompson was hitting timely threes curry was hitting timely threes curry was cooking i will say i'm still surprised that curry does behind the back passes like he did last night and turns it over after what happened in 2016 game seven, but I digress. Um, Steph Curry brought it at game close. It was a really close game going down on the wire. One minute and 14 seconds left. It was like a couple, couple point game. And Steph Curry gets ejected. You heard that right, ladies and gentlemen. Stephen Curry got ejected out of a game for the third time in his career. The first time it was at the queue versus Cleveland and let's be real nobody wins at the queue so you take it and leave it as game six of the NBA finals they were down by eight or whatever and Steph Curry gets frustrated for not getting fouls which he probably wasn't getting any foul calls all game because Steph Curry I'm gonna be real gets no calls ever him and LeBron James it seems like get the least calls in the league and I'm and that's being generous like LeBron James and Steph Curry probably two of the biggest faces of the entire NBA and they get no calls. That's, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I mean, like you kind of understand the league's perspective because they are the faces. So they don't want to be giving them too many chintzy calls that are 50, 50, because then it would look like that they're pampering it. But what I've been seeing in the NBA this year is 
a lack of respect by the referees towards the Warriors in general and star players in the league that are established veterans. Luca's getting the calls out James Harden got all throughout the 2015s. We're going to free throw line every game. And it's just frustrating to see. Steph Curry got hit with two fouls in the first quarter. And like they just don't they've they ref the Warriors differently. And the Warriors have to overcome that. It's all part of the game of basketball. Refs want to be part of it. As much as they say that they don't want to be in part of the game, that the referees are supposed to be impartial judges of the game. No, they they want to be in the game. Referees love inserting themselves where they're not wanted and trying to make the game about them, trying to make situations about them, making calls that because of the egos and stuff like that. But yesterday was not that. I would say Steph Curry lost his cool. He through let's so let me explain what happened so the Warriors were the Warriors were up 116 to 114 I think at the time or it was 117 to once they were up they were up I'm pretty sure and they get offensive rebound or they shoot a three miss Kevon I'm pretty sure gets the offensive rebound or Draymond gets someone gets the offensive rebound and dishes it to Jordan Poole now keep in mind to the NBA rules it used to be 24 seconds when you get the shop um, rebound, offensive rebound, and the ball getting on offense. But ever since the last couple of years, it's been this shot clock resets to 14 seconds. So there's about 12 seconds left in the new possession, which when you're up, you kind of want to waste some time, get a good shot. Um, definitely make the defense work for it because it's the second possession. I know the referee might not call a foul because you got the offensive rebound, but you wanted to try and get something going, get a good shot. We had the three of the best shooters in the NBA, two of the best shooters in NBA history, and the best shooter in NBA history, and the, probably the best shooting collection of probably the best collection of shooting talent in NBA in, in NBA currently. Steph Clay and JP slash family slash brothers. But Jordan Poole is twenty three years old. He's young, and he wants some glory, and he shoots he shoots an ill-advised shot. Clay, he misses it, almost went in, but it didn't. And Steph Curry, as, as Jordan shooting, clapping for the ball, like, yo, give me the ball. Not yo, give me the ball, but like, clapping for the ball, obviously trying to get his attention. And as Jordan Poole shoots the three, misses, and as Steph Curry's running back to defense, he takes his mouth guard out and hucks it. And that's and gets ejected. So after the this is that was a huge all through the game, people were all like, oh, that's because Jordan Poole shot the ball that poorly. Like people are saying that Steph's mad at Jordan because he got kicked out because of that. That was a, it was a pretty wild situation. Um, but my take on it was Steph Curry is a winning player. He does whatever he he does whatever it takes to win, much like Kobe Bryant did. Rest in power. Today's actually his anniversary of his death. Rest in power. Take a moment of silence after Kobe Bryant. Steph Curry wants to win. And that was more out of a frustration of, I feel like, not having stuff go his way this year in terms of results rather than him being mad at Jordan Poole. Because... Let's be honest. That was a bad decision for Jordan. You got to milk the clock. There's better shot. That shot is always going to be there um, in possession, like a 30 footer plus 34 footer, however deep it was. Um, it's just always going to be there. And Steph Curry was 
understood that and just wants i feel like that's what he was frustrated at not at jordan for take for i think he was more frustrated at the shot itself than jordan for taking the shot and he did a very uncharacteristic play by steph curry um i'm gonna quote shannon sharp that was that was steph curry but that was just steph curry out of character i've never really seen that before he's in terms, I've seen that energy and anger out of him, but he never really does a dumb mistake out of that, especially in his career. He was frustrated. It was a frustration thing. And the important thing was how the team reacted afterwards because they were still a minute and 14 seconds left in the game, and the game was still in the balance. Grizzlies could have won. The Warriors, the Warriors could have won. Um, and Jordan Poole, to his credit, bounced back. That's what you want to see from a young guy. After you make a mistake, own it. Obviously, he owned it internally because after the game, he was he threw his mouth guard at Steph Curry jokingly in the tunnel, which was pretty hilarious. Shows that their chemistry that they have, and that Jordan Poole seems like a little brother to Steph Curry in the, in the basketball and apprenticeship sense. And that Jordan Poole just wants to learn everything from Steph, and he respects his opinion a lot. And it's obviously shows that they have a great working relationship, even if Steph's going to get ejected for him. And I do think it was kind of weak of how they were trying to say, as in the hashtag old media was trying to make something something out of it after the game, interviewing Jordan Poole, um, trying to get a quote out of him about what he thought about Steph's reaction and all that. But Jordan Poole handled that really well and was just explaining that, he, yeah, he's a young player and he's going to make mistakes. It's all learning experience, supporting how they bounce back. And it was really nice to see because Jordan Poole got the game-winning bucket with one second left. Off the timeout play, he got he went back door on Zaire Williams, who I really like. I love. He had an off night, but I think he's a great player, and I really am rooting for Zaire because he's a California kid. And I think this takeaway from that game is death, taxes, and the Warriors are going to turn the ball over. But they, it's all about finding the way to win, and they did that last night. Draymond Green was amazing on the defensive end. I will say he had so much fire yesterday. He was talking so much nonsense towards the other team. It was awesome to see talking a lot of crap, calling people a lot of gnarly names, but his defense was awesome. There's about three stretch, three minute stretch where his defense was like defensive play. I don't understand why Draymond isn't getting defensive player of the year is conversation. Maybe just because the Warriors aren't have the record that they are. They're currently 24 and 24, but they're only, a game and a half out of uh, fourth place in the West and only a game and a half up out of 13th place in the West. So there's a lot of room for air, but getting a win against Memphis is huge. Um, they have Toronto on Friday. That's Otto Porter Jr. Um, ring night. I think that's his first game back, which is going to be dope. And Clay, let me just talk about Clay Thompson real quick. The Warriors, he's been hitting so many clutch shots for the Warriors this year, but it's all afterwards the other team has usually had a chance to respond. Like he had enough, he had a nice three yesterday to go up by two. And then the Grizzlies score to tie it up. The Clay Thompson, the money and the Warriors has just been blowing situations where that is um three pointers have been 
the clutch situations that he's been scoring for us, they haven't been capitalized on it, so it doesn't seem like it. But Clay Thompson's been bad for the Warriors. He's a killer. Killer Clay's back here to stay, and it's awesome to see. It's so fun watching Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Jamon Green play together. Andre Iguodala got for a game before he dunked the ball and ended up back on the injury reserve. Old man, love him. Um, Moses Moody got sent to G League today. I don't know why that dog's in the doghouse, but I'm still believing him. But there was also a piece of news out this week that I want to put my tinfoil hat on for. And that is this Bob Myers situation that he might be leaving this offseason. So that was pretty big news because Bob Myers is the as known as the architect of this Warriors generation. Um, who I've actually seen around, walking around San Francisco. Kind of cool, fun fact. But... So Bob Myers is thinking about leaving right now. And so I what I did is I compiled all of his draft picks that were taken in the Bob Myers era. And let's hear name. Let's see. So we have Draymond, second round, 2012. Um, he's a massive W. That was a great pickup. Caveat Draymond, he was a second rounder. So the, they passed on him. Um, the Warriors passed on him with Festus Cezili and Harrison Barnes in the same year. So, like, that's I'm going to give Draymond Green his flowers for that. Rover Bob, his um, just because Draymond Green came out of nowhere. Draymond knew that he was going to be a beast, and only Draymond believed in Draymond, and he made the league on his hard work, dedication. Um, yeah, if you were going to say it's because he was drafted on the Warriors, but hey. That's not his fault. He was drafted the Warriors. He made the best best out of a situation that he was handed and has actually made a Hall of Fame career on it. So I'm going to give Draymond that W and not Bob Myers, even though he did draft him. Best is the only, I would, did originally give a half W, but he only played like three years for the Warriors. So I'm going to take him as just a quarter W. Harrison Barnes, I'm going to... Bump up to three, uh, three fourths W just because how good he was for the. He was on the 73 win team and he started. And except what brings him down was 2016 NBA Finals. So, hey, Fest is and Harrison Barnes. I'm combining the one W on um, Bob Myers in the draft. Um, Draymond Green is four W's to Draymond. Come on, Looney. I'm giving three W's because he's been kept go. You know how you guys know how I feel about him. And but he didn't really start flourishing until a couple of years ago. He was injured, but he bounced back a big time. And uh, it's been a great uh, mainstay for the Warriors. So that's a, that's another, it's two Bob Myers W's. Um, <clears throat> Patrick McCaw, L, even though he did get a 3 P champion, two for the Warriors, and then the next year for the Raptors. Damian Jones, L, Jordan Poole, almost a W, but he was an L just because of how everything ended with him and the Warriors. Even though I enjoyed his time on the Warriors, he had a lot of great moments. He's a second-round pick, and I really thought he was going to uh, stay on the Warriors for longer, but he ended up fizzling out, and that was unfortunate. Jacob Evans, L. Eric Paschal, great rookie year. Then we ended up trading him, L. Alan Schmelagic, L. Jordan Poole, W, Mr. 140. That was a great pickup by the Warriors. Bob Myers, Nico Mannion, L, but the second rounder. Um, Justin Ian Jeff, what's up? 
otherwise known as the lefty Clay Thompson. I think he's playing Australia for now, so you see if that what you mean. James Wiseman has missed a lot of time. Um, Jerry's still out. Moses Moody, he's the dog in him, but he's he's been in the doghouse recently, so but Jerry's still out on him. John Kamiga, I think he's looking like a W. Almost. So I'm going to say that. Good job, Bob Myers. PBJ, some flashes. Jerry's still out. Ryan Rollins and Guy Santos. Jerry's still out. G League boys. KD did come during Bob Myers' era, but I'm going to give that to the players. Um, and Bob Myers did do the Wiggins trade for D'Lo, and then we got but I might give that some of that to KD because KD didn't need to sign a sign and trade. But he ended up doing that out of the kindness of his heart. Um, Bob Myers didn't draft the core, but he grew with the core. In the core, I mean, Stephen Clay specifically. He drafted Draymond, but I'm giving Draymond his own flowers for that. Um, he got Iggy here. So that's just shout out Bob Myers for that. I'm not saying that Bob Myers is a bad GM by any chance. He's actually one of the best GMs in the league. Um, I just don't want him to leave on like, and I don't know why he would other than money or ego, maybe thinking that he can go someplace else and try and do it, run it back again, build something else from the ground up, um, which I respect because he certainly earned the opportunity to do it based on what he's done with the Warriors, um, making moves to supplement the core that was there when he came in of Larry Riley drafted drafted uh Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. Um the heartbeat of the franchise though was drafted by other people that Steph Curry. And I will say Bob Myers grassy now is greener on the other side. If you do decide to build um build up, you might not have the same owner leverage of money, a brand new arena with easygoing superstars like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Um so grass ain't always greener if he does decide to move on, but I hope they do keep Bobby Bobby Myers because he's been a great pickup for the players. The rumors that he's leaving are just starting this week, so I have no idea who planted that anyway. That might be just Bob Myers trying to want to get a contract, more money, and say, I'm going to leave unless you pay me. So it's still early. I think they can get a contract done. The season, I don't think they're worried about that till the season ends anyway. They're more important on running it back on this last dance vibe that these Warriors core got going on with Steph Clay, Dre, and Iggy. So going forward, it's pretty pivotal time for the Warriors. They have the Raptors going um next um, tomorrow. And then they have a very important stretch going forward where the season's really in the balance still. Uh, trade deadlines February 9th, I think. So it's coming up in the next two weeks. And this is the time. And if they rip off like three wins, they're probably not going to do any trades right now. But if they go 0 and 3 and 0 and 1 and 2 out of the next three games and start slipping into that late play in spot, considering how things go in the West, I expect the Warriors to maybe make a move at the be a buyer at the trade deadline, whether it be in the buyout market or a trade, but I don't see them trading in the way their future for a um, expiring contract. I just don't see the Warriors doing that. They have too much invested in this team already, and I don't think they would do that. But this next three games, I feel like I've been saying the last two weeks, we're in the most pivotal, we're still in the most pivotal part of our season, and we're still just winning two games and losing two games, winning two games, losing two games. They have to string together a win streak soon 
And I think now is the perfect time to do it because teams above them, Grizzlies, Pelicans, are fading. They have a little bit of a losing streak. And it's time for the Warriors to catch them, try and snag that th th three, three, four seed in the West. And I really do think that it's in the cards. Wiggins is back, healthy. Wiseman is coming back, maybe tomorrow. Clay, Steph, Draymond are all playing. So it's like, it's now or never for the dubs. And I'm really excited to see how things go. So that is enough. I think I'm going to end it there. This has been Golden State of the Union. My name is Steph Fury, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace.